You're listening to the She Runs the Show podcast with Cassandra Vaughn, episode 98, The Solo Series. Welcome to episode number 98 of She Runs the Show. This is one of my favorite episodes because it's it's an episode that I do pretty much every single year. So in today's episode, we are talking about 10 ways to finish 2017 strong. So um, I don't know about anybody else, but this year has been a year of ups and downs and it has been more a roller coaster than many years. Although I probably said that on last year's version of this episode too. If you are listening to this and you're thinking, I made so many promises at the beginning of 2017 that never came to fruition. And I've got so many unfinished business projects and so many unfinished online courses and email lists and sales funnels and all of this kind of stuff that you've got to do. This is going to be a great episode for you because I'm going to give you 10 really strategic, really tactical ways that you can finish strong. And if one of those ways includes writing an ebook, I'm going to encourage you to take my seven day writing challenge. It is a free challenge that walks you through everything from how to create your own ebook cover to how to produce a 15 to 25,000 word book in seven days. Now you can join that writing challenge at tinyurl.com forward slash KVW ebook seven. That's tinyurl.com forward slash KVW ebook seven, the number seven. Now, let me just give you a tip I learned this morning about ebook writing, because for those of you who've listened to She Runs the Show for a long time, you know that I am full on with a commitment in 2018 to write one ebook a week. That's 52 ebooks in all of 2018. And so I went on to Kindle Direct Publishing this morning, and I was, I had never really thought about creating a Create Space book, you know, making doing more than just the ebook, like having the ebook, but having an on-demand paperback book that people are able to purchase. So for the first time this morning, with all the ebooks that I've written, and and if you don't know what ebooks I've written, you can go to overcomingfearbooks.com and you can see how many I've written there. So with all the ebooks that I've written, I've never tried to use CreateSpace. So this morning was the first time that I used CreateSpace. And I changed the dimensions of Find Your Fire, which is my latest book. I changed the ebook cover of Find Your Fire in Canva. I did all of that work only to get to the preview. And because Cassandra did not read the KDP Create Space Publishing Guidelines first, which would have really helped me, I didn't do that. I figured out that my word count, that in order for you to produce a paperback book on Create Space, you have to have a minimum of 106 by 9 pages. So guess how many pages Find Your Fire ended up being in the 6 by 9 formatting? 82. So that tells me a couple of things because I know that my goal of 52 ebooks, one ebook a week for the entire year of 2018, um, I have a goal of wanting to get at least the ebook written. So 52 in a year, but definitely for as many of them as is possible. And I don't know what that looks like yet. I want to make sure that there is an audible version of the book available for people to buy. And I want to make sure that there is a create space version where they can actually buy the paperback book. Now I realize a couple of things, and I'm going to share that with you so you don't have to learn the hard way like I did. Number one, before 
Okay, number one, I, let me start from the beginning of this. Number one, I have to write more than twenty to 25,000 words per ebook if it's going to end up being 106 by 9 pages. So if I know I want a paperback book, it's got to be probably closer to twenty five to 30,000 words. So now I at least know I need to write more each week so that I can ensure that, that it is, that it will work with a paperback format. There got to be at least a hundred pages. So that's the first thing. Second lesson I learned today was that I need to go back and read the KDP create space publisher guidelines. Like I should read the instructions first before trying to put together the puzzle. You know what I mean? So, uh, again, I am one of those people who is ready, fire, aim, not ready, aim, fire. And sometimes that works really well. But as the create space example shows you, sometimes it just blows up in your face. So that is my write an ebook lesson for today. I hope that helps you if you're thinking about writing an ebook. But again, if you're thinking about really writing an ebook in 2018, because you know, ebooks are now becoming the entrepreneur's calling card of sorts, then you'll want to do the seven day writing challenge with me. So just go to tinyurl.com forward slash KVW ebook seven, the number seven, and sign up for that writing challenge. All right, let's get down to business. So I want to talk to you today in this episode about how do you finish 2017 strong, especially if 2017 was anything like mine was, which was kind of filled with a little bit of stress and some drama and some ups and some downs and really some changing of direction in my business. I think I, I changed a lot of direction in my business, uh, certain things that I, that I did in 2017 that were very successful. I've actually decided to discontinue and not do in 2018. Other things that did not go the way that I wanted to. I wanted to have a retreat in 2017. That didn't happen. So now I'm going to do the Phoenix Rising Retreat still in Malibu in 2018. So there were lots of shifts and changes and things that happened. And, and I say that and I share that with you because I want you to, to get really good with the entrepreneurial life is not about being perfect. It, it's not about being perfect. It is about being resilient. It's about having grit. It's about adapting, flexing, and flowing, and changing. Not changing the goal, but changing the strategy to get there. And so I've done a lot of that in 2017. So let's talk about 10 ways that you can finish this year, 2017, strong. Number one, and these are things you should really take notes. Let me just back up for a second. These are things that I am doing myself. These are things that as, as a business owner and an entrepreneur, I'm going to make myself do or I've already done. And these are things I would highly recommend that you put in a notebook, a journal that is just separate for this alone and take care of these things before the end of the year. So first thing you can do to finish 2017 strong is this. Write out a list of all the major goals and initiatives you had for 2017. If you do that every single year, even better, pull out the goal sheet that you created last January. And I want you to put each of the major initiatives or projects in your business in one of three categories. Either you're going to mark that project off as completed, as not finished and will not complete it, meaning I started it, I've decided I'm not going to finish it, done off my list, or not finished and I will complete it first in 2018. Here's the thing about unfinished business. So unfinished business, so long, and this is a focus tactic. So you're talking to the person who created the focus mindset formula and who's teaching that course and teaching people how to develop a focus mindset. The neuroscience shows that if you have unfinished projects, 
even if you never go back to them, even if you never work on them, they actually still take up mental space in your head that you're not even conscious of. So they're actually robbing your current projects that you're working on of focus and concentration because somewhere in the back of your mind, you're kind of like, but that never got done, but I never finished that, but I didn't complete that. So this first way to finish 2017 strong is going to leave you finishing it strong for many reasons. One, because you're finally going to give yourself a an answer on all of these unfinished projects. You're either going to say, boom, I did it, completed, so it's not an unfinished project, or boom, not finished, and I'm not going to complete it, nix it, so now I can take it that mental space back from it that's, you know, unconsciously living in my head, or it's not finished and I still want to complete it and I'm going to complete it first in 2018 before I do any other projects so that I finish the things I've committed to finish. I finish what I start. So that's the first thing. Pull out a big sheet of paper, all the major projects from 2017. It is either going to be completed, not finished and will not complete, next, or not finished and will complete in 2018 first thing you can do to finish 2017 strong. The second thing you can do to finish 2017 strong is make, you know, so so here's the thing. Use a new decision-making strategy about the projects that you're going to take on in 2018. So the first thing I had you do was figure out where you are with 2017 projects. So that already lets you know if you've chosen some of them to be not finished and will complete first in 2018, that you are going to do those. So we just assume that those are going to get done in 2018 first. But after that, make some decisions about the projects you are going to pursue in 2018. And let's say for major products like projects, like building a digital course, launching one, or launching and monetizing a blog, those are major projects. If that's in your thought for 2018, have no more than two of three, two or three of those. And even two is quite massive. So for me, for example, I am going to, in 2018, there I have three major initiatives. Uh, the one is to start the findyourfocus.co blog and, and monetize that blog. The second is to launch the, because now that the Focus Mindset Formula course is launched, to launch the, the Mastermind Group Coaching Find Your Focus program. That's the second one. And my third initiative for 2018 is to do the uh, Phoenix Rising Retreat. So that's that's way more than what I need. I mean, the 52 eBooks a year pale in comparison to that. that. Those three are major. And so again, the way that I tested are those the three. So monetizing the blog, uh, findyourfocus.co, and then um, rolling out Find Your Focus, the mastermind. It's the higher level program from you do the focus mindset formula first, and then you go to Find Your Focus, and then the Phoenix Rising Retreat. So how did I, there were many things that I wanted to do. I wanted to launch some other digital courses and start another podcast and all this other stuff. How did I decide upon those three? And this is the decision rule that I'm going to give you. So Second way you can finish strong is to decide what are the two to three major 2018 projects that you want to take on. Here's how you decide it. Either when you think about which projects you're choosing between, if it is a, if it isn't a hell yes, then it's a hell no. So basically your decision making rule is either it's a hell yes or a hell no. And the way you know it's a hell no is if when you look at the idea of doing this particular project in 2018, which is going to take your blood, sweat, your tears, all your energy, all your time. You say to yourself, is this project a hell yes 
And if it is not a hell yes, then clearly it's a hell no. In other words, when I think about it, I say to myself, doing the Phoenix Rising Retreat, is that a hell yes? Hell yes. Hell yes. In Malibu, helping women entrepreneurs get the Phoenix, find their fire. Hell yes. It's a hell yes. The findyourfocus.co blog, is that a hell yes? Hell yes. With the Focus Mindset Formula coming out and the Find Your Focus Mastermind course and group coming out, I want people to have a top resource where they can go to a blog and they can learn everything that is out there about the neuroscience, the art and science of mastering relentless focus. Hell yes. And then the third one was to create and release the Find Your Focus Mastermind Group Coaching exclusive program, which is a many steps up from the Focus Mindset Formula. And again, hell yes, it's consistent with my branding, with where I'm taking my business. Now, does that mean that I'm not going to be doing the She Runs the Show podcast? No, that still happens. Does that mean I'm not going to be doing the 52 ebooks a year? No, that's happening. And a lot of those ebooks are actually going to be ebooks on focus. So they relate to the Focus Mindset Formula. They relate to the Find Your Focus exclusive program, and they relate to the findyourfocus.co blog. So I'm interweaving a lot of the smaller goals with the major projects. But again, when I thought about things like starting another podcast, which at some point I want to start a podcast about focus, when I sat and thought about that, it wasn't a hell yes, which means guess what? It's a hell no. I thought about really putting myself out there and going on a speaker circuit for 2018 and really traveling the country at least and doing a lot of speaking gigs. And I said, well, is that a hell yes? It really wasn't. So it's a hell no. That's not going to be a focus for me in 2018. So I want you to pick the two to three major 2018 projects that you are going to consider hell yes. And again, if it's not a hell yes, it is a hell no. The third way that you can finish 2017 strong, and I've already done this, and I think it's such a powerful thing. And one of the upcoming guests, she's also been a guest before on She Runs the Show, Tangia Alawaji Estrada. Uh, she talks about this and she's the first person who introduced me to this, this idea of coming up with three power words for your year. And so she'll probably talk about that in the episode. But what I want you to do as the third way that you can finish 2017 strong is I want you to go even further than that. I want you to give your 2018 year a decade theme. So for the next 10 years, what is the theme of your decade going to be in life and business? And then I want you to give a year theme. So within the decade theme, what will the theme be for 2018 year? And then I want you to come up with three power words that will, that represent to you every time you say them, what you're going to accomplish in your business in 2018. So I'll use me as an example, because I've already done this. So for me, um, and this is, this is an exercise that I actually have people do in terms of naming their decade in my course, the For- focus mindset formula. There's lots of focus I'm talking about today. Um, so for me, the next 10 years, and I turned 40 this year in January, the next 10 years is what I'm calling the decade of love and power, the decade of love and power. And I named all the previous decades. So I have their names as well. So 40 to 50 for me is going to be the decade of love and power. And to begin my 40th year, my theme for 2018 is focus and conquer. Focusing, I'm in the decade of love and power, and I'm going to focus and conquer. And my three power words for this year, this 2018 year, are going to be valiant, courageous, unstoppable. And so what I want you to do is I want you to come up with your 
theme for the decade, your theme for the year, and then your three power words. And I want you to start saying those power words, those three power words as daily affirmations. Now, before you do anything in your business every single day, whatever your three words are, I want you to go into it with the startup ritual of saying those three words and adding feeling and emotion to it. Let me demonstrate it for you. I'm recording this podcast. And the thing that I know I want to bring to this podcast is the feeling, the core desired feeling of being valiant, courageous, and unstoppable. Valiant, courageous, unstoppable. Valiant, courageous, unstoppable. Valiant, courageous, unstoppable. Valiant, courageous, unstoppable. So see how I brought emotion into that. And and even just doing that for, I don't even know, 10 seconds, maybe it changed how my body felt. It changed my positioning. It changed a lot of things. So develop those three power words first, and then come up with your theme for the year and your theme for the decade and start saying those three words as your daily affirmations now. And then in 2018, whenever you begin working on anything in your business, make those three power words, put them somewhere up next to your computer where you can see them. You just say those words for a good one to two minutes before you even start anything. Valiant, courageous, unstoppable. It gives you power. Words bring power. People don't get that words are that power, but they really are. So make that a startup ritual to anything that you do in your business. So you say the words before you start as your startup ritual for one to two minutes, and then you live them with every action you take in your business thereafter. So that's number the third way to finish strong in 2017. Here's the fourth way to finish strong in 2017. Toast to your 2017 wins. I have wine. I'm going to toast with wine. Write out a list of all of your 2017 wins and toast something to your wins. Like, I think I'm one of those people who passes by my wins really quickly. Like, I produce another ebook and I just go, oh, that's great. And next. And then I just go back to climb the mountain again because I'm a Capricorn, which is a goat. And I love to climb. I mean, I don't really love heights, though. When I hike to the top of the Y in Provo, Utah, and I look down, I just want to run back down. But I like the feeling of my feet climbing the mountain. So it's probably where I get it from. Oftentimes, what you're going to find, though, is that it's not until we actually take the time to write all of our wins down in our own handwriting. I know some of you who are on Evernote are like, why does she keep asking me to do this old school? Because it is a psycho neuromotor activity and something about writing it in your own handwriting makes it real. Okay. Write out all your accomplishments, all your wins, the small ones, the medium ones, the big ones, the lessons, and then pull out a, a champagne glass of something you know, sparkling grape juice if you got to, and toast to, you know how they say clap for your damn self, toast to your damn self. That's all I'm going to say. Toast to your 2017 wins. Number five thing you can do to finish strong in 2017, write a, this, this is something that I do pretty consistently, but I'm going to be hyper vigilant. Remember, valiant, courageous, unstoppable, hyper vigilant in 2018 about this. Write a letter before the end of 2017 to yourself dated December 31st, 2018, and write the letter from the perspective of your future self and write the letter of what has transpired in your life throughout all of 2018. Let your future self speak to you about how 
2018 unfolded. And then fold the letter, put it in a nice envelope, keep it with you everywhere you go and read it every single morning. And when you read it, read it with a sense of faith and certainty and knowing and belief and watch what changes. Write a letter to yourself. That's number five. Number six thing you can do to finish 2017 strong. So commit to three 2018 things. I want you to commit to three 2018 things. Um, three things in 2018. So we're going to talk a lot about this as we bring on guests who are experts in these areas, because I don't even claim to be experts in, in these areas. But there are three specific business goals I want you to set for 2018. Number one, your revenue goal. Lots of us get afraid of setting revenue goals because if we haven't achieved the revenue goals we set last year and the year before and the year before that, we feel like failures and therefore we don't want to set them. That is even more reason why you have to set a goal that is challenging, that you have to rise to the occasion to, because if you didn't accomplish it the last three years, then you need to, you need to rise up, pull that version of you out that can do it and get it done in 2018. So first goal is your revenue goal for 2018. Commit to that. Second goal I want you to commit to is your email list building goal. This is our focus in the Take Action Tuesday women entrepreneurs group that I run for free. Uh, we have a private Facebook group. We have an email list and we meet on the first Tuesday morning of every single month. We do a live coaching call. Our focus for 2018 is one thing, email list building. That's it. Training will be on email list building. Coaching will be on email list building. It will be all about email list building. That's it one focus. So the second goal I want you to commit to in 2018 is how many people do you want to add to your list in 2018? Second thing. Third thing is one social media goal. So whether that's you want to post three times a week on Instagram, or you want to do three FB lives a week, or you want to record two YouTube videos a month, whatever it is, pick one social media goal. Again, this is getting back to focus because so many of us are like trying to be Instagram stars and YouTube stars and Pinterest stars and Facebook live stars. And we're not becoming a star in anything because we've got shiny object syndrome. So three goals I want you to commit to in 2018, your revenue goal, your email list goal, and your one, let me just repeat this one social media goal. Got it. Even put it on a vision board. I think that's what I'm going to do today is put all this on a vision board for myself. Seventh thing you can do to finish 2017 strong, send thank you cards, emails, Facebook private messages to some of your favorite clients. You don't have to do all of them. You know, it gets to be overkill when you've got 5,000 or 10,000 or 20,000. But some of the people that really just just come out at you, that you're like, yeah, I got to shoot them a line for no other reason than just to say, I appreciate you. I thank you. What you've done for me what I've learned from you, send some of those out, that generosity thing, that thing of appreciating people. It gives you more than you actually give them. Let's just be honest about the selfishness of the whole thing. It gives you more than you're giving them. So do it. Feel good. Send out thank you cards or emails or PMs or instant messages to some of your favorite clients. Eight, clean your house or at least your office. I... And I talk and I look at my office and there are receipts everywhere and there are books everywhere. And I'm, I, I at least cleaned out my closet. I did the Louise L. Hay thing. I totally cleaned out my closet. And I tell you, it makes me feel a world of difference. So clean your house, at least your office. And if not your entire office, clean your closet, clean something. Because the clearing of clutter opens the space for new things to come in. 
ninth thing you can do to finish 2017 strong, and this is a lifelong process. So I'm going to preface this with, uh, you're actually going to do this for an entire lifetime. So don't worry if you don't get it right the first 50 million times you got the rest of your life to get this right. Ninth thing <laughs> you can do to finish 2017 strong, forgive and release all that didn't work out this year forgive and release. This is again, a lifelong process. Do some sort of forgiveness ritual. I know some shamans, they, they put what they want to forgive on a piece of paper. They write it out and they burn it, right? Um, they burn the ashes or, you know, just, or they, you know, write it all out on a piece of paper, crumple it up, cut it up, whatever you feel like you need to do, but create some sort of forgiveness and releasing ritual, uh, research one, just do something to clean and clear the internal part of you. Forgive and release all that didn't work out this year. And then the 10th thing you can do to finish strong is to, and, and here's my challenge to you. This is actually both something you can do to finish 2017 strong and something I am challenging you to do because I'm going to do this on, on SheRunsTheShow.com in the next two days. Write a content piece called my 10 biggest business lessons from 2017. And I don't care if you write it in your Facebook group, your Facebook page, on your blog, on your website, medium, Quora.com. Write a content piece called my 10 biggest business lessons from 2017 and share it with your tribe. Share the wealth of information. Help people learn things that they won't have to learn the hard way, the way that you did. And I'm going to answer that call too. And I'm going to Put that out there, probably on Medium, but maybe on SheRunsTheShow.com, but I'm thinking it's going to be Medium. So those are the 10 ways that you can finish 2017 strong. Again, notice none of these are about just completely diving into next year and completely focusing on next year. We got to clean up this year. We have to finish with this year and then we dive full force into next year. We know what the theme is. We know what the three power words are. We've written a letter to ourselves. We've written a blog post about our lessons from 2017. And with that sense of a clean slate, but also of being whole and aware and present for the journey, we move forward and we just handle our business. We run our show. I can't say enough that one of the reasons why I do the She Wins a Show podcast is because I know how powerful you are. I know how powerful I am. Another reason I do it is because I think there's not enough in the world that reminds us that we are that. And so that's what this podcast is designed to do. Yes, we will in 2018 get to the nitty gritties of building email lists and creating lead magnets and uh, conversion rates and Facebook ads and all of those beautiful things that, trust me, I do tons of research on that and I know tons of experts on that. So we're going to bring the experts to you. But none of that works and none of that matters if you don't know who you really are and what you're really capable of. So in 2017, more than anything else, I hope that's what you walked away listening to each of these episodes being reminded of. You are far more powerful than you have any idea about. May you know it, may you feel it, and may you be it in 2018. So it is, and so shall it be. I will see you on the next episode. 